So hopefully you enjoyed our lesson on becoming rejection proof, right? This is something I think that resonates with a lot of people. Um, and we wanted to do a follow up in terms of like through this live stream, uh, mainly focusing on failure and how we can actually learn from failure. Um, it sounds cliche, but this is actually something that, you know, uh, we use, right, in, in order to become better versions of ourselves, in order to get the outcomes we want in life, in order to, you know, follow our dreams and have successes ultimately, right? Yeah. And, you know, it might sound cliche to some, but I think certainly my experience in, in Asia was that um, failure was something uh, to be avoided. That's right? true. Yeah. And uh, at all costs, really. And so. Because it looks like. Uh, the, the, you're portrayed as like a weak person. Right? Yeah, if that you, you're flawed mm -hmm. and that um, you're not worthy, not reliable. Right, failure is this um, um, something again to be to really avoid at all costs, and uh, that of course uh, can lead to some very um, so very risk adverse behavior. Yeah, and meaning like you're not taking any risks. You're sort of staying in the same place the same industry without really growing and pushing yeah. yourself or same role in a job uh exactly and that yeah. what it does is it sort of that puts a damper on growth yeah right exactly yeah so that's a definitely you know that's a perspective to keep in mind and if this is something that uh you feel like you are trapped in like the fear of failure um because of you know not wanting to change or the fear of uncertainty right these are all somehow related and if that feels like that resonates with you, then maybe it's, you know, maybe it's time to pepper a little bit of, you know, opportunities for failure <laughs> almost, right? I mean, it's, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it ties in nicely to, to your lesson, right? Which was about um, essentially um, looking at rejection in a different way, right? With yeah, a, from a fresh perspective, mm. a positive perspective. And I think that's very related to, to, to failure more broadly, right? A lot of people think of being rejected as them failing. Yeah. Um, when, in fact, uh, as you point out in the video, uh, it's really just a, a selection process uh, and a mismatch of, of, of needs, right? Yeah. Um, and when it comes to, to the sort of learning from that, learning from that, you could call it a failure, but it's also a lesson, right? Yeah. And it teaches you a little bit more about yourself, a little bit more about um, the entity or person that rejected you. Right. Uh, and it expands your your uh, understanding of the world. Definitely. You know? Yeah. So. so it's definitely, it's an important lesson to, to be, that we all need. Um, I was, I think we were both doing that same meditation that day, uh, one of the days, and Deepak Chopra said something like, wisdom, there is wisdom in uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And that, like, let's take a second to unpack that for a second. Like, I think a lot of the dissonance we feel about uncertainty, you know, is that, and the fear of change is, is the fear of the unknown, right? That's why we like things, we, humans are, are re resistant to change, right? Mm. It's just kind of, that's embedded in our DNA. And so in order to combat that, we really do have to, you know, make an effort to fight it, right? We will, humans will always opt for the easy route. 
right? Easy, the most familiar. Most familiar, safest, the right? The safest route, yeah. yeah. And if you want to take an example with like something like exercise or weight training, right? It's so much easier not to do the exercise, not to, you know, get the heart rate up, not to sweat. But when we do that, we feel really good and we see change and we see growth. Um, but it's about getting over that hump and, and realizing that the fear of uncertainty, the fear of failure, the fear of the unknown, all of which are very similar, um, you know, can has its way of kind of like deterring us from something that we could ultimately be successful in, right? So maybe you have a job opportunity in New Zealand. You don't have any contacts there. You don't have any, you know, any familiarity about the culture, uh, you know, you've no ties whatsoever, but it's a great opportunity. Mm. But then you think, oh, well, with the moving, and then I have to do this, and then I have to, you know, acclimate, and then, but it's like, well, maybe the universe is pointing you in that direction. Maybe this is something that you should really consider, right? And not fear the failure of, of, of what it might present. Well, yeah, that's what it is. It's a fear of failure that hasn't even happened yet, right? So, um, and there's no, there's nothing saying that you will fail, but yeah. it's because you're sort of putting yourself in this unfamiliar situation, you're exposing yourself to the possibility. If you're always doing the same thing over and over again, um, you know with a good degree of confidence that you're not gonna fail uh, because uh, you've done it before, you know how to do it, and uh, there's not gonna be any surprises. As soon as you take yourself out of your comfort zone, you, you know, have a lot more surface area for, for failure, yeah. right? A lot of more unpredictabilities um, that can cause you to make mistakes and you know you might not know how to address a certain situation. Um, and, and for that reason alone, uh, people tend to avoid it, yeah. right? But because of that, think of all the things you know, these people could have done but didn't yeah. because of that fear, right? And the regret that comes out of that later, like, oh, if I had only, you know, taken that, I wonder what would have happened if, right? What if, if I had taken that job offer in New Zealand at the time or whatever, yeah. right? But we were so afraid and resistant to change that. Yeah, and, you know. and I find that um, we tend to, I can certainly speak for myself, we tend to, um, exaggerate what the failure really means. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. It's so easy to just play that, like, dooming, like, not dooming, but, like, <laughs> I just made up a word. <laughs> but that, like, I'm thinking of doom scrolling, that's why. Yeah. That, like, scary scenario. That sense of doom. Yeah, the sense, of the imposing sense of doom um, in our minds just to, like, play it back and spin that narrative when, yeah. like you said, it's not even... Yeah, and I think that's actually a great case. exercise, right? When you find that you're... Um, Something's per, you, something. Okay, let me see, let me see how the phrase is. Uh, you feel uncomfortable doing something because of the feel of failure. When you experience something like that, a really good exercise is to ask yourself, okay, what does failure look like? Right. Right. Let's let's play this out for a minute and say I do fail. What are the actual consequences? Yeah. Right. And in most of the time, the consequences are something like oh, I'll have to try again, or I'll have to go back to what I did before, right. or it'll be a little bit embarrassing. Right. Very very rarely is it my life will completely change in, in a terrible way, right? And there are situations where that is true, in which case maybe you don't take the risk. But in most cases, it's really just maybe brief embarrassment, yeah. uh, brief discomfort, right. 
whereas the upside, right, the, the alternative, so we know what the failure looks like. Right. Then you look at the possible pros and yeah. opportunities and you see, wow, there's actually so much I can get out of this. Yeah. The value of which vastly outweighs the small chance of failure. Exactly. And what's really helpful in that kind of scenario is, you know, um, making, I always like doing like a list of pros and cons. And I like to see, you know, that way I can weigh the pros um, and, and the cons and see, you know, like we've done that many times for different things. And it's so useful just in like, you know, really um, understanding. You take something, an abstract concept, and you put it into more concrete terms that you can understand, right? So moving, what does that mean? Taking a new job, what does that mean? Um, you know, uh, embarking on a different type of journey. What does that mean? Starting your own business. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Right? All of these things that yeah. these are are in abstract concepts, very scary. But when you sort of like actually start writing them down, they they materialize, and that somehow becomes more concrete and less scary. Absolutely. Yeah. I think the biggest fear is the fear of the unknown. Yeah. And if you can make the unknown a little more known, yeah. Um, it makes it much more approachable. So yeah, I love the idea of getting it on paper because then you can you can see and you can even run it by other people and say, hey, look, you know, I've been thinking about this and I've run through these different sort of pros and cons. What do you think? And you can start right. to get other people's opinions on, yeah, you know, whether it makes sense to to sort of take that leap. Right, and, and we're talking about calculated risks here, right? Right, we're not you know talking about doing something absolutely insane. Yeah, I'm um, not saying you should go out and learn how to base jump. Right, right or like bungee jump tomorrow yeah. just because and without any proper training or anything like that. But, you know, I think that the fact that, um, like, failure is is something that we'll all have to deal with, we all have to face. And, you know, it's really about how we treat it that can make or break the situation. So if we choose to view it as, you know, this malevolent uh, enemy, <laughs> your arch nemesis, well, then it's probably going to have deleterious effects on your well-being, on your outlook, on your state of mind, and on your social interactions. But if we choose to see it more so as a strict teacher, like think about a really good teacher you've had in your education, um, I can think of several where they were really strict and, you know, they had their way of doing certain things. And if you see it as a teacher, then you'll learn so much more out of that experience. Yeah, I, I love this comment that just came in. Um, I think it really it opens up a very good uh, conversation about the sort of the dichotomy mm. of failure and success. Are they really opposites, right? Uh, is, is, is it so binary? Is it yeah. is something only a failure or a success, right? Yeah. Um, and and the comment suggesting is essentially why why should there be uh, why should it be one or the other, right? right? right. Why, why should everything be either a success or a failure? Absolutely. Um, isn't there a middle ground? And and I think the, 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 the answer is absolutely yes, at least in my opinion. I agree, 100%. Right? Yeah. Um, you, you don't want things to be black and white. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like, that That said, I do like the, um, I do like the idea of something either working or not working. Right. Because that gives you a, uh, a, a base uh, sort of a, a, like a benchmark a benchmark for improvement exactly yeah. so you can set a certain standard for what mm-hmm. you define as success yeah. right if you're in doing a scientific experiment you have a clear hypothesis right. 
and you either the hypothesis is proved true or it's proved false. Right, and you want to test it. Right, and so that can be a really useful tool to apply to other aspects of your life, right? Um, you know, in your job, in your career, whatever it is, in your, in your personal life, yeah. you can set up these benchmarks. But uh, what's key is that if you don't reach the benchmark you're, you're sort of aspiring to, that shouldn't mean uh, that, you're, that you feel rejected, right? In fact, the title of this this uh, live is about to keep failing, yeah. right? And and that's uh, failure doesn't mean stop. It doesn't mean you can't do it. All it means is whatever definition definition of success you had, you didn't hit that. Right. So try again yeah. and, and and work toward reaching it. And it's amazing that the the moment that you're about to give up is is there's the solution right around the corner. Um, you know, yeah. just so keep troubleshooting, keep at it. It's so often the it's, case. It's so often the case. Like just when you're about to call it quits and just, you know, throw in, throw down the towel, throw in the towel, it's like, well, that probably means that there's a solution right around the corner. I also want to um, address this idea of, you know, the the polysemic nature of of success, right? What does success look like? Well, that's different for everyone. It's it, Everyone has their own definition of success. Society likes to tell us that there's one definition. It's sort of like the, um, you know, get rich and be happy and, <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's like that whole get rich part, right? Uh, well, happiness, too. I mean, ha happiness is another one of those sort of suitcase terms. That, yeah, exactly. What does it mean? Right. <laughs> um, and it's like, well... Maybe we should reevaluate what that means and look at what our definition is. And I think the simplest way to do that is really to take maybe take an afternoon on a weekend and just, you know, think about what brings you joy, what ignites that sense of joy in you, what makes you feel, you know, passionate about life, like what makes you feel like you, you know, just love living, right? Which is something that we want to experience, obviously. Um, and you can, you know, use prompts, you can draw them out, you can, depending on what kind of like visual learner, auditory learner, kinesthetic, like what kind of learner you are, or even just communicate it to somebody. Um, you know, talk about the things that make you happy, talk about uh, what you hope to achieve, right? And that looks different for everyone. And really not thinking about that one monolithic definition of success because it's yeah. not a monolith is the yeah. point. Yeah, I think that's great. And and it's it's also something that evolves over time, right? Your definition of success could be one thing. And as you become yeah. more informed on the topic, as you uh, get better, right, mm -hmm. you keep pushing uh, the benchmark a little higher, right? So that definition mm -hmm. of success can also change or you can pull it back if, if you were too ambitious off the bat, pull it back, right? Make it a little more achievable um, and that way you get sort of more positive reinforcement by earlier wins. Absolutely. So, um, if you could think of any, like what was the best advice given to you or your own advice for success or failure? Like for me, one of them is like, yes, keep trying, keep trying, but don't put so much pressure on yourself. Like I love putting pressure on myself and sometimes it's like to my own detriment, right? It just like, I burn out, my body shuts down, like, you know, sometimes I just have to take it slow. And so I think with this idea of constantly, like, trying, it's like, well, there are within, like, the parameters of that, right? Like, you have to think 
more um, holistically about how it might be affecting you. So do you feel like there's any one thing that stands out in your mind? Yeah, I mean, I think um, what I was saying earlier is, is for me one of the most important aspects of uh, maintaining a track record of success, which yeah. is setting achievable benchmarks, right? Yeah, you can always set new ones, yeah. um, but I like to do things very incrementally, right? right? Small steps. And by doing that, um, A, I can be more strategic about it, right? I can be more detailed and nuanced about my approach. For sure, yeah. Um, but B, I just, I set up this sort of consistent um, process of succeeding yeah. Yeah. that feels good. And um, it, it makes things much more approachable and, and achievable. So I like to do that. That's right, yeah. So if there's anything, you know, before we go, if you have any questions or if you feel like you want to share a success story, then shoot that in the um, comments down below or in the side chat. Um, otherwise, definitely check out the Rejection Proof Lesson and, you know, treat that as something to revisit because there are a ton of, um, you know, research-backed strategies in there that can really help you re rethink um, and reframe rejection, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we're at time here. All right. But uh, thanks for joining us. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully this was helpful in sort of um, thinking about the, the concept of rejection, failure, and, and you know, more, more positive ways to view it. Exactly. Um, it's a deep topic, and there's obviously a lot of different, different sort of approaches you can take. So we look forward to hearing your opinions on the matter. We will definitely, you know, we can add to it. Um, if there's anything that we can help with, um, you know, on this topic, then feel free to, you know, ask that. And we, we can always make a, another lesson and a live stream about it. Absolutely. So we're here for you. And, you know, we love chatting with you. I think one more before we go. Um, okay. How to gain energy from a huge failure or for a better try with a greater perseverance once more. Okay. Well, we'll save that one for next time. And um, we can also comment below. Yeah, if, if other people have opinions on that, definitely weigh in and uh, yeah. we'll get to it. All right. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you next time.